0: this is match and you're listening to the road to freedom pod you find me on instagram and twitter at match and today is saturday september 25th 2021 and it has been a busy day for me but more importantly let's just backtrack a couple days and talk about this week because if I'm not mistaken this is the first podcast I've done since Monday so a lot of you may be thinking okay what the heck happened why hasn't he been putting out podcasts regularly and that's something I want to talk about real quick so Monday got up did my normal thing did a podcast got it all ready to go and I think it was about virtual assistants or something like that and then I rolled out of that and got up early Tuesday morning to get after my routine, and I felt a little bit weird. And I was like, uh, you know, I I don't know if I feel normal. I kind of feel like cold almost. And like I was sitting there having my coffee, and I just didn't feel right. And I was like, I don't know what the heck's going on. So I went back to bed, and I woke up, and I still felt a little bit weird. And so things went around that day. I kind of had a fever. I was like, this doesn't seem right at all. And. I just thought maybe you know maybe I just got like some head cold or something. I'm gonna play it easy and not really do anything today. Next day I got up felt worse and I was like okay whatever let's go get tested see if I have COVID. Ended up getting tested came back positive and turns out I had COVID. So anyway that was the main thing that I had going on this past week. Either way it's Saturday I feel great I'm pumped I'm ready to go and I. Feel almost healthy right now, which is pretty good. So, I've been grinding away today, just getting some stuff done, getting some work done, and it's been good. We had a sneaker release this morning, and it was the Jordan 5 Moonlights, or better known as the Oreos. And my one older cousin texts me about these. He's like, Hey, I didn't realize these were coming out. The Oreos are one of my favorite colorways for Jordan 5s. And I gotta admit, they're a clean shoe. I mean, I love the shoe, I think it was a good looking shoe. I personally cannot wear a Jordan 5, me and him were both lamenting about this, it just doesn't look good on us, we don't We don't feel like we can rep a Jordan 5 and make it look good and have it look normal on us, we feel almost that it's just too big, it's too clunky, it's really not our, ty- our type of shoe, but if you do wear Jordan 5s or you just appreciate a good shoe, this was a clean one, and it did much, much worse than I would have expected resale-wise, it ended up going for about 220 to 240 resale, and I ended up hitting a pair on this Nike sneakers app. I think I hit a pair of size 14s and got those listed up on eBay, still haven't sold them yet, so if you're looking for a pair, hit me up, but it's just one of those things where you don't really, you don't really know why some shoes pop off and some don't. This would have been a pair of shoes that I think back in the beginning of the year, like April, when things were really doing well for the sneaker market, when you saw sneakers really performing exceptionally well, selling for a lot over retail, for just the most basic releases, I think this pair would have done a lot better then than now where we're almost in this sneaker market recession and we see all these shoes not really performing that well. And it's just kind of weird to me because you go from one extreme to the other with the sneaker community. And I think that so many sneaker heads are just very wishy-washy to be very blunt about it because you see so many people buying shoes and buying them at such absurd prices that are way over market, way over what the shoe's worth, way over inflated. And now you see, it, it seems like nobody will even touch a shoe for more than about 20 to 30 bucks over retail, which is crazy. So Either way, good-looking shoe. I ended up getting a pair. Going to see if I can flip them. If not, I'll end up returning them. Not a big deal. But yeah, that's what we had going on. This week didn't have a whole lot of sales either because I really wasn't listing anything new. Wasn't getting in a whole lot of new stuff either because I haven't been ordering stuff. So it's just been kind of an off week for me. But I did get a little bit of stuff done at the beginning of the week to get some VAs brought in. So I'm going to be having at least one, one confirmed, but maybe two, having one or two va's come in for the next week do a trial run where i'm going to be giving them some of the resources that i've been putting together for them which i want to talk to you about a little bit in the beginning of next week just kind of go over some of those things what sorts of things you may want to have put together for a va if you want to bring on one to do the sourcing for you because i think that's an important part i think it's one of the biggest bottlenecks for a lot of resellers is that there's only one of them and so if you could really focus on new things right? And, that, and that's really where we make our money is focusing on where you can learn new avenues of income, new niches to study with reselling. If you can focus on that and you can have somebody else maybe studying the old ones, the ones that get boring to you, that would be a great way to be able to continue that learning experience as a reseller and diving into new things and kind of being able to do the fun parts while... Getting the the stuff that's not as fun but maybe still profitable outsourced to a VA and allows you to scale a little bit and also keeps you fresh and stuff like that. So uh, that's that's kind of what I'm focused on right now. And I ended up getting the rest of that stuff put together. And it's just so funny to me how sometimes whenever you're working on something, you seem like you're grinding your wheels. You're like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then as soon as you actually take that first step and and try whatever you you've been working on, it becomes so clear what's wrong, what's not working, and what is working. And so For me, hiring a VA is, like, 80% of the work up front for trying to get things done. Maybe not even. Maybe, like, it feels almost like I put in a ton of effort up front and then I get everything ready and then I, like get somebody brought in I hand off whatever I give to them like whatever I've been working on which is the procedures the tools and everything that I want to put together for them the the video guides I hand it to them and then they come back to me after like everything's said and done maybe after an hour of work and they're like hey what about this and it's just like kind of throws me for a loop where I'm like man like I totally overlooked that and like no matter how much time I put in I would have never thought of that and it just kind of keeps me honest and Gets me thinking. Okay, yeah, you know what? I don't know everything here. I'm not an end-all, be-all for trying to get this done. A lot of times, the best way to trial something is to actually put it up and, and give it a shot, and basically say, okay, here's here's a, a procedure, here's a uh, set of tools and stuff. Go work with them and let me know what's wrong. It's basically like trial by fire type of thing where you're actually putting it out there instead of just saying, okay, what are all the things that could go wrong and trying to fix them beforehand put out the 80%, 90% product as to what I want the VA to work with and then see how they perform with it and what they see as the actual problems with it because they'll be able to identify much faster since they're doing the work rather than me what's going wrong. So that's something that I'm excited about for the upcoming week. I have them working on that. And then I'm going to be working on a whole lot of different things for trying to get new stores brought in that I'm going to be looking at trying to source from. Uh, New procedures for those, trying to figure out how I can outsource that to a virtual assistant, which shouldn't be too hard. I'm starting to get better at it, which is good. That's kind of what I expected as time goes on. As I do more research into these stores, as I try and outsource more stores to more virtual assistants, or I guess a better way of saying that is outsourcing more stores for my virtual assistant to look at. I'm going to be able to get better at that over time and I have been. So I've been working on that and then just trying to figure out what other sorts of things I need to do to get my business ready for where I want to be with it whenever I end up moving to Florida. So anyway, that's what I worked on for today. Nothing too crazy, nothing out of the the ordinary. Um, Just trying to get things in line for that sort of thing so that way I'm not... I'm not kind of beside myself at the end of the year. I want to be able to make sure that I'm taking advantage of this time, and that's something that I've been working on pretty well. So other than that, the biggest thing, and it just, it's just so crazy to me. When I give myself a few minutes to think or, like, a day to relax, I, I get so much more productive with my time, with how I'm going to attack each day. And, and let me tell you a little bit of, of, of what I'm getting at here. So Back in March, my dad got COVID. He was sick, and I was home for a week for quarantine and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't go into my regular day job. I couldn't do any work for them. And I was working on my business, and I stumbled across some videos from uh, from Daily Refinement. And he was saying that, you need to build systems. You need to put them in place for your business. You can't have a business that runs on just you being there. You have to have something that runs for itself. And that got me started down this whole path of trying to bring in virtual assistants, trying to make my business run on systems, trying to put systems in place. What do those look like? And it put me on a whole path of business development and more so skills that I've tried to learn for myself. And as time goes on, I kind of get comfortable with that. I, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to put things together. And it seems like the past couple of weeks have almost felt like, okay, almost like what's next? What are the next things I'm going to be looking for? And sure enough, at the beginning of the week, I got COVID. And was not feeling that well? I was just laying around. And I stumbled across a whole lot of videos on YouTube about investing, about the economy, about where we're headed, about businesses. And it just kind of re- rejogged my memory and kind of got me going again as to, okay, here's the next place I wanna take my business. Here's maybe some ideas that I could use for my business. And really got me thinking about what are the next steps financially for my business and what are the next steps financially, personally for myself. And so it's just those sorts of things two times, both COVID-related, I guess, was I not really able to do a whole lot, and I ended up taking advantage of those times and looking at things on YouTube and and actually learning. And so if there's one thing that I'm going to be taking away from all this, it's that I need to dedicate some time to learning each day. And I do read every day. I think that reading's super valuable. I think that it's one of the best things that you can do if you want to become a millionaire, just because the average millionaire reads a book a month and because I've, I've been seeing more... And more and more often, very successful people, whether it's just people who've built a very successful Twitter following or Instagram following or just successful business people a lot of them read like a lot of them read daily or or have books that they go back to and refer back to for uh, advice on friendships and relationships like how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie or negotiation like the book by chris voss about never split the difference i think that's the title and just like so many of these different books that are out there and people refer back to these and so for me i'm looking at these things going okay Like, that's something that's super valuable. But what I also realize is that there's very, 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 very impactful and and good information in video that I don't necessarily look for all the time. And so trying to find these people that are actually putting out very good, interesting business content can be tough sometimes, but there are some really good ones. And I'm going to be pursuing that as well, trying to maybe take an hour of my day and dedicate it to becoming more of a student of business. Because like I've always said, and, and like I think a lot of us recognize you go to college, and maybe I've maybe I've said this more to my girlfriend than, than on the podcast, but I'm going to say it now. I went to college for four years to learn how to become an engineer. In no way, shape, or form, if I hadn't finished those four years, would any company have rolled me out there in good faith saying that I could go do an engineering job. Now, do I believe that an engineer is at their best ability coming out of a four-year school not ever having done engineering compared to if you had somebody be an apprentice for four years? No, I mean, if somebody left high school and went to become an apprentice of an engineer and maybe did like some two- and two-year program where they did a two-year study of how to understand physics and then the other two years is like an apprenticeship like below some engineer in the field doing what they want to do okay that person would crush most engineers coming out of a four year school right now I'm sorry it's just the truth it's much more practical and it's much more applicable to actually do the job but that's not where we're at And so I went to school for four years to be an engineer. And for four years, that's what I studied. I mean, every day my job was not to go make money. My job was to unfortunately spend money on learning how to be an engineer. And I took that very seriously. I didn't really go out at all. And I studied like constantly everything, like everything that I was given, all the notes I took and everything. I studied that. And it took four years for me to get through that. And that's how I learned it. But. If it took me four years to go through that, or it took anybody a year, any of you listening, four years to figure out uh, to to be able to be qualified to do your position, like what are we doing not just dedicating at least an hour a day to learning how to run a business if we're going to run a small business? If you really want this thing to be good and, and be really... Really impactful and actually become a good business, you need to be learning. And if you didn't go to school for business, which even at that, most business schools are not that good, anyways, most kids coming out of school probably couldn't do a very successful business anyway. Like it, they could, they could do a successful business if they apply the right things. I think every, anybody can run a business, but just with what they know because they went to business school, I do not believe that prepares somebody to run a business. I, I think that that's actually one of the the biggest lies that would be out there about college. And so, if you haven't learned how to run a business, you need to be learning that. I mean, you go to school 4 years to learn a profession. This is a, a lifelong pursuit for a lot of us. And I think that if you're going to do that, you need to be at least learning every day for a decent amount, how much a decent amount like of stuff about running a business and what business owners are doing and if it's an hour a day that's fine it's going to take a while to get up to that level i mean it would take a while to even get up to where you would have studied it for four years if you're only doing it an hour a day versus four years for eight hours a day but it's something and i think a lot of us would benefit from trying to take in information from youtube from a book from stuff like that for an hour a day on our businesses now i know a lot of us don't have that kind of time i know it's very difficult maybe if you have a long commute, you listen to podcasts, maybe if you have a lot of time at home, you listen to a podcast while, while if you have a flexible job then you can kind of do something like that, even if you're while you're, you're washing the dishes, you can listen to a podcast, like that's a great start. But if you don't want to listen to podcasts, or maybe you're sick of, of podcasts, or maybe you've dedicated your entire podcast listening experience to the Road to Freedom pod, which I'd appreciate, um, then you go to YouTube or you go to a book or you go to some sort of business Resource that can help you learn more about running a business. And that'll keep you fresh. That'll kind of keep your mind uh, questioning. Questioning what you're doing. Is it the best way to do it? Is there a better avenue out there for, for income? Is your business where it should be? Should you be doing things differently? Is there a more efficient way? That's what your job is as a business owner. It's not just to get complacent. Because once you do that, you ultimately start to fall behind. There is no thing in business where you're either where you're stagnant. You're either going backwards or going forwards and you need to be going forwards. You need to be pushing towards trying to become a better business, not becoming complacent because once you start becoming complacent, you start to become a worse business because the other people that are in your field, they're trying to be better and they're going to pass you up. So that's how it works and and that's why us as business owners, we need to be able to pursue the 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 upcoming things with our business to to be able to progress with it so anyway that's kind of what I'm working on right now it's been busy it's been a wild week but I feel great I'm super pumped I'm excited I'm excited to get after it I got a big day tomorrow I'm going to be getting a lot done and then this upcoming week is just going to be huge I'm going to take out a lot of the things that have been on my to-do list and just start taking things down one by one by one on that list and move through it so I'm excited to get to get back to the podcast I'm excited to rock with you guys some more so Just, you know, pay attention. Keep refreshing that feed. Come tomorrow and the next day and the next day because I'm back to daily podcasts. So you guys have a great rest of your Saturday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.